I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And with us tonight is producer Joe. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. We're friends who love good beer and telling stories, so we turned it into a podcast. I don't know for tonight if we say a podcast that is heading back to the future, or are we a podcast heading into the danger zone tonight? Oh, (laughs) tough. Tough call. Tough, tough. Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night. Lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego. Beer Mecca within a beer Mecca. Please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us. Hey, y'all. Coffee sucks, but I really like beer, and you should buy me a beer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so you go to ilikebeerthepodcast.com and click on buy me a coffee and you can buy me a beer. Thanks. And sign up for a membership and get premium content like Whiskey Wisdom with Father Joe at buy me a coffee. Links on the website. Yeah, and, and instead of our normal uh, plug for social media, we've got one ask request this month for our faithful listeners. And it's just one. Simple to do. Uh, please take a few seconds to give us a review on Apple Music. Give us uh, five stars or however many you think we deserve. On Spotify, wherever else you listen, take a moment to rate our show. Joe, you want to tell why this is so important? Yeah, the algorithms that these uh, companies use to raise our profile up are highly benefited by reviews. So comments are great. Stars are great. Anything joining us primarily on Apple and Spotify, but any any platform, any platform you're listening to us on, please. Yeah. Huge so, help. Can we wait? Can we wait while they do that? I mean, yeah. you know, while we wait, I'm just going to admire talent sh- T-shirt because I think this might be the greatest T-shirt ever. Yep, I got this as a late birthday gift from uh, Brad. It's <laughs> it's pretty phenomenal. That's awesome from yeah. our security. It's got That's the fantastic. Guinness logo, and I thought it was just a Guinness beer uh, ale T-shirt, right? But no, it's got a picture of Alec Guinness at the top, and it says Guinness Obi Wan Kenobi. So it's a combination Guinness slash Star Wars uh, shirt. Yeah. So it is might be one of the greatest shirts ever. I agree. I'm glad you wore it because it gave listeners a time to go rate us on Apple Music. Perfect. Spots. That's great. Yeah. Thank and you can probably look for this shirt because it's really phenomenal, too. <laughs> Let's drink to have uh, having great listeners. Let's do it. That take a moment to rate us and help yeah. us out. Uh, we have some Roadhouse beers that were given to us when they visited town. But I've got something else. Jeff at large set us up for this. A side-by-side comparison. So I poured them out okay. like Pepsi Challenge. You All have right. two, two tasters of beer. And We're starting uh, right or left? You start wherever you want. You're just trying to see is there a difference. All right. The beer that was originally to your right still is to your right, Talent. I don't know about you for Joe because you were doing the, the show. Yeah, game. that's on my left. Are they the same beer? Oh, interesting. Because what Jeff at large found us what must have been the last can uh, ever produced of Sublime Mexican Lagerbra Ale Smith, because it was uh, canned on in April of 2022. And I think production, uh, I think they lost that uh, or finished up their yeah. contract with them in, in yeah. January. And a can of their Classico Mexican Lager, oh, right. which is now their go-to Mexican Lager. The smell, though, is completely different. It like, is, I don't it know, maybe some of the, like, the noses are unbelievably different. Yeah. ABV so is exactly the same. The, the beer tender at Sublime tried to convince me that there I would not be able to tell the difference. Uh, I feel like it's a little, there's a little different. I feel like the, the, the Sublime is 
a little more cl- like cleaner finish at the end. It's like more of a traditional Mexican lager. Like I really get, and I can smell like kind of the corn in the in the nose smell. But yeah, they're very similar. They're very similar. Yeah, very similar. Not different enough to make a fuss about. That's no, not, for sure. yeah, yeah. not at all. That's Although true. the can art on the Sublime is much better. Yes, yeah. that's true. That that is true. Yeah, I, I know, don't I, know that I can really no, tell I different. I can't really tell. Other than tasting it, other than the smell, I, I agree with the talent. There's the smell is there's definitely a different in the smell. That's interesting. Yeah. There, there. Well, there they are. I would say this based on the smell. I did not think that the the new the classico was actually a Mexican lager. The 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 Sublime smells exactly like a Mexican yeah. lager. Interesting, but maybe it just might have been the bit I what I had, or maybe there's maybe there's some residual in this glass. I don't know. Yeah. Like maybe it was used okay. to serve something earlier. The Classico was uh, late March, and the Sublime is canned uh, late April. So they both have been refrigerated the entire time. I was at uh, Costco a week and a half ago, and they still had uh, cases of it, uh, Sublime, Elsmith Sublime. They were the the tall boys, like in terms mm-hmm. of the size of it, and I actually. I kind of went, I looked and I thought for a second and I go, God, this has got to be old, but apparently I should have looked. Yeah. But you know what? Now I'm not going to worry about it because that Classico really is. Yeah. (laughs) It was all in my mind because I had my doubts when she served it to me. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Tasty beers. They're good beers. Both of them are good. Do we have enough left in the glasses for a? Yes. All right. Then it's time for, wait a minute. I forgot to talk about the theme. Oh. Maybe people are just going to tune in for toast, roast, and pour and That's get it. out. Not, yeah, not yeah, tonight. Yeah, maybe they and they're care. not going to no. head into the danger zone. No, because it's 80s night. <laughs> 80s yeah. night at 80s. ILB. That's right. But before we reminisce about the 80s, it's time for toast, roast, and pour one out. Quick toast to one of our listeners, Rod, who uh, was listening to our episode in May, and we had a question about what was National Towel Day. I don't know if you remember that, but right, he yeah, heard yeah. it, and he had and he had the answer, so he let us know. Hey, National Towel Day is a uh, tribute to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, uh-huh. and then it all clicked. Oh, oh yes, okay. of course it is. A towel, it says, is about the most massively useful thing an interstellar hitchhiker can ever have. Uh, because of its practical value and its psychological value. So thank you, listener Rod, for uh, reminding us, cluing us in on National Towel Day. And also, am I the only one that brought a towel today? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That was because I was trying to pour the beers without hiding them from you. (laughs) That was good. Do you feel comforted? comforted? Yeah, I do. I do. I've got my little... It's nice. Mm -hmm. So thank you, listener Rod. Toast to Rod. Thanks for listening. And uh, I'm going to also toast shitty beer. (laughs) <laughs> Which is not a thing I usually say or do, but this is a Three Magnets. Three Magnets Brewing. Uh, we've had some Three Magnets. Actually, we had a Three Magnets uh, Shawshank beer way back when, when Brian Ketter brought one. Yeah. yeah. No, he was here when we had it. It was the uh, Milkshake IPA that we all were sure we were going to hate and we loved. But for the summer, they're releasing a series of shitty beers. It's the Schurler Premium Shitty Light American Lager. <laughs> So for those of people that want a light American lager, they they made one called and that that takes some guts just yeah. to call your beer shitty, shitty lager. Beer, I agree, yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, averaging three point six five on untapped, so probably pretty good. Probably pretty good. All right, that's it for my toast. What do you got, Tom? I just got one too, another beer related one. So this is a toaster out to a uh, a brewery in Finland. Uh, apparently it's a small brewery in Finland, but I don't know too many breweries in Finland, so I'm just going to call it a brewery in Finland. 
Um, and they recently launched a NATO-themed beer to mark uh, their country's bid to join the uh, Western Military Alliance. Uh, the name of the brewery is called Olaf Brewings. And their OTAN lager is going to have a blue label with a cartoon version of a beer-drinking medieval knight in metal armor emblazoned with NATO's uh, symbol. I guess it's kind of a play on a Finnish expression, which is Otan Aluta, like mm-hmm. my Finnish, uh, I guess, which means I'll have a beer. But then they can also use the French abbreviation for NATO, which is O-T-A-N. So it's kind of the same thing. And their uh, CEO described the new logger as having a taste of security with a hint of freedom. <laughs> that, that's a that's great nose. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, nose and uh, mouth feel and yeah, the whole thing. So, so I thought that was kind of cool. So toast to them. We probably should toast to Epic right here because yeah. they set up our theme. Let's do it. Yeah, we went. Yeah, because we changed it all based on our the, the how much fun mm-hmm. we were having that night. Mm-hmm. We just went, flashbacks on our own of our own lives. We went to prom night. We went to prom yeah. together, Joe. Yeah. You yeah. weren't there. Yeah. I missed out. Yeah. You know, we were invited to prom. We went, yeah. and you weren't there. Yeah, I wasn't there. You're too well, uh, Yeah, put on some of my finest. But prom night, I wasn't epic. nominated for king, so that's why I'm ah, I got you. <laughs> you were my king. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but we we had a great time. It was a happening. They throw a great party. It was fun. Because Joe really did go to the other party yeah, with me, yeah, the Frillings yeah. Fest, and now yeah. we've been to prom night. So yeah, it was really cool. Great fun. People yeah. were really cool. Some of the outfits were amazing. The DJ was incredible. Just spinning '80s tunes all night. Yeah, and uh, was beer good, beer was, was phenomenal. I mean, it, yeah, you couldn't ask for it. It was a great Friday night. We we got to talk to Dalen and Clayton a little bit. Talent, guess who we found? Dalen. That's right. <laughs> I didn't recognize her. I'm lurking around every That's corner. Right. So here we are at prom with Dalen. Can you tell us why the 1980s? I mean, what better decade is there to uh, throw back to, That's you know? True. The the clothes are ridiculous, the colors. I think there's actually a lot of people from this beer industry that are kind of straddling the 80s and 90s. <laughs> yeah, so right. we just knew that for the <laughs> industry to celebrate them, that they yeah. would really appreciate it and have fun. A lot of fun. Great outfits tonight. The music. Music. The DJ is amazing. He's like, he is amazing. This yeah. is a DJ that specializes in 80s he's music. Fantastic. It's all he plays, and he's like just pulling out all the hits yeah. tonight. And who does this benefit? Oh, so we did this to benefit the San Diego Food Bank. Um, we volunteered for them a bunch to pack food and sort food for them. Um, so, yeah, we wanted to do something that benefited charity and also kind of brought the whole industry together. Um, and just people that have supported us the last couple years and, you know, kind of just let loose, shake off the cobwebs, <laughs> drink some good beer, have some pizza, and, and just dance our butts off. Yeah. All right, we're heading back to the dance floor, which is code for us for the bar. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm going Cheers. to the bar, too. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. We're here with the king of sparkle talent. Yeah. Uh, we found the best dressed, <laughs> best dressed tonight right here. It was supposed to be a contest for a prom king, but I think it's rigged. It's over. It's Clayton. Game well, over. Clayton, thank you for having us. I think the best uh, idea people can come up with is to invent, to invent your own award show yes. and then enter uh, we... under a pseudonym. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh no. As, we didn't think about the Mr. pseudonym. Mr. Sparkle. That uh, is brilliant. Call me Mr. Brilliant. Sparkle tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in all uh, transparency, we created an award, the Jeff of the Year Award, and gave it to ourselves. Yeah, so that's sweet. Yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> Did brilliant you split mind. it this year? Or no, no, it, it just trade rotates. Off. We trade off every year. Oh, okay. Yeah. No battle to the death. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Great idea, though. Yeah. But what a great event. Well, I'll tell you what, 80s music and uh, fancy, fancy clothes uh, off the Amazon do really <laughs> seem to perk people up. Uh, oh. I'm seeing a lot of action out there, a lot of Def Leppard t-shirts, uh, yeah, Sparkles, this is uh, Michael Jackson-esque, I guess you might right, say. Yeah. Uh, we, we don't want to be too literal, so we want to enjoy ourselves. <laughs> but, uh, and, and light beers, light, fr- refreshing beers do make for a good time. Yes, it does. Yeah. I think anytime you get to put on a costume of, e- of any type, 
everything changes. Everything lightens up. Well, you know we do the uh, Oktoberfest and we do the Fruitlings Fest. I do love to put on the Lederhosen, Lederhosen t-shirts. Uh, I like to church things up. It, it allows you to be a little bit different. We all have to be ourselves, uh, but sometimes you get to let let loose a little bit, and I think tonight that's what this is about. Well, it's been a dream of mine. Talent knows this to go to prom with Clayton, and, and it's happened. I can check it off the bucket list. Yeah. I would actually say uh, I've always wanted to go with two Jeffs. So my dream, my oh. dream has been met wow. tonight. Wow. Well, you're not unique on that. I think there's a lot of people that's on their list. Yeah. Well, cheers, boys. Yeah. Cheers, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. What a cool, cool event. So my suggestion is, if Epic's throwing a party, go. Go, oh, 100%. That, that's all I'm going to say. That's until we get to the back end of this, this show, when I got much more to say about the 80s. There you go. So how about Rose? Yeah, I got one. Sorry, I saw this, and I just had to go. And I don't know if you guys have seen this. It's talk about nightmare-inducing. But apparently, Winnie the Pooh is uh -oh. leaving the 100-acre wood no. and is going to uh, enter the world of independent horror films. <laughs> so it's called Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. <laughs> and it's uh they're yeah, making a that's film awesome. that's supposed to be it's uh like a, a thriller like scary winnie the pooh horror film nice. like why 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 would you do that you know i actually did hear about this from listener rod's wife <laughs> <laughs> she came in very upset oh no, yeah this. i saw the picture and i just this is the worst thing i've ever seen <laughs> she had a similar take. Oh, okay good. i'm glad i wasn't the only one because i'm like am, am i overreacting <laughs> i love winnie the pooh <laughs> All right, that, that, I guess that deserved a rest. Right, I'm going to watch it anyway. Uh, I don't know that I will because the pictures are very disturbing and I'm not a big horror fan. <laughs> yeah. anyways. But you watch it and let me know if I missed yeah. anything. I think I am because I've been watching Stranger Things oh, talk okay. about yeah, the so 80s. So yeah, I think yeah. I'm, I'm into so, the okay. horror movie, but yeah. I'm not really. Yeah. How about a pour? Yeah, I've got to pour one out too. I'm pouring one out for exotic languages. I don't know okay. if you guys saw this. Yeah, but... Uh, okay. Uh, Can you give me an example yeah, of I'm an exotic me, language? Yeah, so the, the Michigan Department of Corrections... Um, they have recently banned dictionaries in exotic languages. Two languages that they banned them in were Swahili yeah. and Spanish. <laughs> uh, because they said Ooh, that... That is exotic. Exotic, yeah. They Well, I guess in Michigan. I don't know. They said that the book's contents are a threat to the state's penitentiaries. Here's the quote. I like this. It says, if certain prisoners all decided to learn a very obscure language, like Spanish, like Spanish <laughs> they would then be able to speak freely in front of what? staff and others about introducing contraband or assaulting staff or assaulting another sure. prisoner. They could find the library without asking. Exactly. <laughs> so what he said, he says, when it's in a language that we don't have the ability to read ourselves and understand, uh, we're not going to allow that in here. Uh. So I guess... Rather than hiring Spanish-speaking security guards, which right. seemed like that would probably be a pretty easy thing to find yeah. anywhere in this country, uh, they just decided to ban those books. And I love the because the term that they use was exotic languages, yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> I guess there goes my career because yeah. you know that's one of that's I didn't realize I taught exotic I taught world languages, but I guess apparently I'm going to change it now. Yeah, we're you're the, out of a job. We're exotic language department yeah. now, so. Exotic teachers. That's exotic. The new thing. There we are. That's right, good. They, in line, they're right next to the dancers. That's right. You can put so, it right on your resume. I am. So there you have it. Pour one out for that. Exotic language is done. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Toast, Roast, and Pour One Out. Here's a word from our friend Ryan. Hey everyone, the Roast West Coast Coffee Podcast is back for Season 4. Coffee, entrepreneurship, and coffee education. Listen to the show on your favorite podcast platforms, 
or subscribe to the newsletter at roastwestcoast.com and we'll send it to you every time a new episode drops. Be sure to drink good coffee and don't forget to subscribe at roastwestcoast.com. He's so soothing. He is. I, 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 yeah, I was mesmerized. Is right he there. the Bizarro World doctor? He could Dr. be. Dr. Todd? He could be. <laughs> could there be someone more opposite of Todd <laughs> than Ryan? <laughs> and that we can love them both. Yeah. And we can. How are you doing on the your Classico and your Sublime? You're ready for something else, aren't you? I am. This is the Sunshine IPA, the Plow by Roadhouse Brewing. And they uh, walked us through this beer. They did. Back in, if you look up the podcast from about two weeks ago. They did a nice job of walking us through this beer and the, and the tasting notes on it. It's got an awful lot on the can here. So uh, maybe I'll just take a picture. That's a lot to read. That is a lot to read. <laughs> it's clever and it's fun, but it's a lot to read. It's a lot to read. I'm trying to figure out what a sunshine IPA it's is. It's a session IPA. Oh, session. But it's kind of a clever take on it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Perfect. Thank I don't you. know what that does for marketing. I didn't want to ask that question. But it's a, it's a bit of a Jedi mind trick, right? Yeah. It's a hot summer day. Yeah. You're releasing this in the summer. Oh, the sunshine IPA. Yeah. That sounds wonderful. Oh, it smells just as good as I remember it. Smelling. Yeah. Can, can art's really cool. Got stand-up paddler on it. Yeah. A sip. Oh, yeah. I remembered liking this beer a lot. Yeah, it is. Good Cans well. It's held up. We had it two weeks. Two weeks up in the fridge? Yeah. It's held up really well. Actually, it's it very, that's a delicious IPA. Little, little pineapple comes out. Yeah. Uh, you should get notes of limoncello, pineapple, and sunshine. I got the yeah. sunshine the right sunshine off the bat. And yeah. actually, the smell, too. The yeah. smell, doesn't, it almost blinded me, actually. I looked straight into the, the beer. But but no, it's it's really uh, light and sessionable, I would say. It's a, definitely a, a crushable IPA. This is a really tasty IPA. This was my favorite of, is, of the beers yeah. we had. Yeah, I no, liked all fantastic. their beers, but this was my favorite. And and what do you think this pairs well with? Sunshine, of course. Sun, well, yeah, the beach. It already has sunshine in it. The beach? The beach would be good. A lake. A lake. <laughs> yeah. It says, pairs with camp stove barbecue. Yeah. Okay. Toes in the sand. Yeah. Okay. And mountaintop dancing. Oh, of course. Yeah, That's the last. Yeah. No, I'm I get that. I'm getting that, now. Against that on the back end. The mountaintop <laughs> dancing. I'll tell you what this Speaking would pair of, perfectly with. If if you ever get the opportunity to go camping okay. with talent, his uh, Dutch oven gumbo. Yep. Nice. How good would this be with your gumbo? That'd be good. The only thing that pairs with mountaintop dancing is whiskey. <laughs> you're not, you're not actually, carrying beer up to the whiskey, top of a mountain. Whiskey usually leads to mountaintop <laughs> dancing, is in my experience. The last mountain I was at the top of and having a drink, I didn't even I didn't even get winded. Yeah, I just zipped up. Took about 12, 15 minutes. Took the gondola. Sure, the gondola. <laughs> yeah. What'd you bring up? Uh, you were there with me. What oh, do you mean? Right. What did we I had bring? Beer. That's right. <laughs> they had a tap room uh, at the top. They did. All right. That's fair. This is you're right there. The mon- what would this be? Is this the mission statement of this beer? Yeah. It's very long, but it's actually well well put together here. You go for it. Yeah, I'm gonna try this. Okay. Okay. We are the confounders, the kooks, the cranks. We are the restless, the irritable, the discontented. We are the crazy ones, the misfits, the rebels. We are the seekers, the summoners, and the sage. We are the unconquered, the invictus. We are sons and daughters of the soul. Soul spelled as an S O L. Sorry, exotic language, Spanish for <laughs> sun. Yes. Uh, and we are all here together and the weather's fine. So we dance under so a sea dance. of stars. We point our spirits to the unknown and we paddle into the sun.
That's why you have a towel. It's yeah. perfect. No, that's a <laughs> honestly fantastic beer. And you were saying that they're working on uh, getting distributed here locally. They are. They, distributed are. they already here. are here. So if you, if you get a chance, get go over and find a, find one of these and try one for summer. This is going to be a a favorite this summer. Yeah, they have be. it right across the parking lot at Best Beats. Yeah, yeah. No, it's really really good. Well, thanks once again for sharing your beers with us, Roadhouse. That's back delicious. To, back to the 80s, though. Back to the, back 80s. To the future. Back to the future. All right. Uh, years which, for men our age, are, yes. are unique. Yes. Because we were children at the start. Yeah. Teens in the middle. And probably late teens for Joe. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> a little younger. And yeah. young adults by the end. I mean, right. I was collecting Star Wars action figures at the beginning. Yeah. And I was at San Diego yeah. State by the end. Yeah. It's a weird 10 years we, for men our age. We truly grew up and in the 80s. Age, yes. like, we truly grew up in the 80s. Yes. Yeah. So when I was watching Stranger Things, again, I'm looking at him and go, that, oh, yep, that, that all rings true. Yeah, yeah. Very good. <laughs> so I was never as skinny as those kids are. No. Well, I was <laughs> way back in the day. You were. Yes, you I were. Was. But I was never skinny. Yeah. So uh, we actually went to the prom in the 1980s. Correct. How about that? That's pretty amazing. Are we yeah. brave enough to post a picture? Uh, I probably could find one somewhere. Okay. Yeah. If, yeah. Yeah. Do you still ever talk to the girl you went to prom with? Occasionally. <laughs> he married his yes, he high did. school sister. Oh, that's right. I went oh, to the prom gosh. with my yeah. wife. Yes. As did I. So, okay, I do talk I to her. I didn't marry his high school sister. Yeah, that's true. That's kind of uncomfortable. That's pretty unique. Like, think of how many people that you know that actually went to prom with their wives. Yeah, and, that's and a really both cool Both of us stat. did. That's pretty kind of cool. And now how many proms have we been to? Because we chaperone the prom every year. all the time. Every year. 25, 30 yeah, proms? unbelievable amount of proms I go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you remember about prom in the 80s? What do I remember about prom in the 80s? Um, not much. I mean, the music was good. I don't, you know, honestly, it's, it, 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 that was a long time ago. <laughs> um, so in, in my mind, I, I remember, you know, I think it was, you know, I remember tying cummerbund, which kids don't do that anymore. Yeah, I was talking yeah. to kids the other day about a, what oh, a yeah. cummerbund was, and they yeah. don't even have any idea what that is anymore. And you know, so it was much more of that kind of a style. The style was the style, fashion, which is one pastel, of the big things. Pastel, yeah, colors yeah, are colors were very, yeah, like that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, no, yeah, it was, it was. Uh, I, I just remember it being a good time. It was a, you know, I will say this because we do and are part of so many proms. Our proms were lame back then, in a sense, <laughs> compared to what proms are now. Proms now are Crazy a time. an event. Yeah. An event, whereas ours was basically you went there to usually like a hotel and you were in a ballroom and they played some music and there was some punch and that was it. Whereas now, I mean, like our most recent one, we're sitting on the midway and we've got fireworks being launched off the top thing and there's flight simulators and, you know, disco this and that. So it's just crazy when you look at how how far it's come. But, you know, they were still big events and memorable events. Uh, My junior prom, we had a live band that was just was great. And then. That, that's kind of a thing of the way, that's a way, way, past, way, yeah. way of the yeah. past, a yeah. live band. Yeah, that's so. a crazy thought. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I think probably back then it was more common to probably have live bands yeah, than it was to was. not have live bands. Yeah. yeah. We met two striking young ladies at Epic who also went to prom in the 80s, and they shared a little bit of what they remembered. Talon, tell them where we're at. We are at prom. Epic 80s prom. And we have found... Two young ladies who actually went to prom in the 1980s. We can't believe that looking at you. Yeah, there's no way you went to prom. Oh, uh, that's <laughs> charming. Would you have taken one of these young ladies oh, to prom? Oh, I definitely would have taken both. Uh, of them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, well, you know, I was ambitious. <laughs> we did that back then. <laughs> it was a different time. It was a different time. So, three words to describe prom in the 1980s. Uh, fluffy. 
big hair. Oh, Does that count as two word? words? If or we one hyphenated, word? it'll big be Big hair. Yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Limos. Bright colors. Neon. 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 That's good. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. And what was better, the fashion or the music? Uh, I would say the fashion. Actually, looking around here today at the 80s prom, there's a lot of really good flashbacks <laughs> to the 80s. But the music we get yeah. to still enjoy. Yeah. We don't yes. get to see as much of the fashion. You know, but we could Lately. change that. We, we could, could. Really we start, could start trend. Yeah. 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 We Everything comes back. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's what yeah. we have to do. Thank you. Get back to dancing. So that was our wife. Yeah, I know. They were striking young ladies. They are striking young ladies, and they did go to prom in the 80s. Yeah, they did. And we're lucky enough to call them our, our uh, loved yeah. ones. So, Talon, I know you did some research to get us rolling down memory lane. Yeah, we were sitting around and just talking about stuff, and it was like, it's, it's, I mean, maybe we're just nostalgic for it, but man, the 80s were, was an unbelievable time for just great content in terms of it was. movies it and was tv shows time. and music and all time. that kind of stuff especially and I, I i guess what i'd say about it stuff that's aged really well um you know i mean stuff that's still popular today or or you're, you're seeing you know things uh continuing today so I, I i mean obviously each of these categories it's it who you talk to could be who you know what their favorite what they think and that kind of stuff it was really interesting that you we were talking about movies so i looked up you know top movies of the 80s Every list is different. So, again, that's yeah. one of those things where who you talk to. So, I just said, okay, what were some of the top grossing movies of the 80s? And uh, interesting, you know, to, to kind of start the top 10 most gross. So, at number 10 was Top Gun, which I bet you Maverick is going to be one of the top grossing movies of this. Uh, and yeah, it shows, again, how the, 80s, yeah. how the 80s carried through because now Maverick's right there, right there with it. Number nine, Indiana Jones, you know, in The Last Crusade, which oh, had come out. So, I mean, think about that, Indiana Jones, Back to the Future, Beverly Hills Cop, Ghostbusters, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, Batman was one of the biggest ones. That's the Michael Keaton Batman. And um, Batman. Yeah. And then uh, Empire Strikes Back, Return Wait of the Jedi. Get a load of me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then the number one top grossing movie for the 80s was E.T., the extraterrestrial. So but I'm just saying, like, you think about those those movies. I mean, you see them on all the time now. It's pretty, pretty amazing. And that, like I said, that doesn't even go into most people are going to put things like, for, especially, you know, the all of the Brat Pack movies, you know, with, mm -hmm. you know, um, Breakfast the John Club. Hughes films, yeah, yeah. yeah, the John Hughes films. You know, and, and there's so many other movies that just were were kind of uh, monumental. Um, and again, like I said, you could talk to anybody. You're going to get a different top five. I'm not even going to the Rambo movies. I mean, I, I can talk all day on Rambo. <laughs> wait, we're supposed to wait for Brian. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I could tell, plus, you that's know. going to be an episode. Yeah, that's oh, true. So I'm just saying, like, top movies, it's it's pretty pretty amazing, you know. Some uh, of the John Hughes movies, like when my kids were growing up, and I said, we've got to watch this, yeah. we've got to watch it. Some held up, some some not as much. Yeah. Yeah. Ferris Bueller, I think, is, is, is an epic absolute movie. Absolute timeless. Yeah. yeah. That, oh, no, again, even talk to kids today, they, they, they know that movie, and they'll, you know, so I agree with you. And... What was on TV? So then I looked, I started looking at that. And again, that's the same type of thing. I mean, I, if I think about my own TV watching, you know, I mean, early on, it was like you had to watch Dukes of Hazard, You had to watch Chips, uh, Love Boat, you know, like that. <laughs> like I think about all this. And then it, then it evolved into, you know, uh, Miami Vice and, mm -hmm. and, and those types of shows. But, but if you think about some of the biggest shows, you know, in the history in terms of, of viewership and stuff, a lot of them started either, either occurred or started or finished in the 80s, like MASH. I mean, what a, what a great show mm -hmm. MASH was. And then MASH kind of the next one came. It was Cheers, right? Cheers was a monumental show. 
and then really Seinfeld started towards yeah. the end of it. So, yeah. and that's not even kind of like I said. I think of Dallas and some of these other ones that were like must see. You know, who who shot Jr. Those types of things where um, you just you know you saw massive uh, massive viewership on those types of things. There, there were so few choices for television. Right. I mean, you didn't have any online streaming no. stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. so there's so few choice, so few channels. We all did. Even people you think that were vastly different from you, you all find the out they thing. all watch the same, same thing. Place. In some ways, we were a bit of herd animals that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it also kind of gave us this uh, uh, common experience, right? Yeah. Because you know, I was thinking of that too. Started to have uh, the '80s watching Happy Days and Incredible Hulk and the right. Muppet Show, and then yeah. moved in Dukes of Hazard and discovered Catherine Bach. Yeah. yeah. Um, then the A Team. Yeah, the A Team was so great. Oh, Magnum yeah. PI. Yes, and I mean, finished at college watching yeah. Seinfeld. I yeah. mean, what there a weird go. spectrum what a of cool journey. Yeah. yeah. So that was pretty cool. And then I think you know, obviously, one of the areas that we talked a lot about um, the other night was music. And I and I was saying, I actually it was interesting. I was having this conversation. Uh, in my classroom with kids about it, I said, you know, one of the biggest differences is between the 80s and I would even, you know, say somewhat, I guess he did have some into the 90s, but the 90s and and then now in the, the 2000s, whatever is so that when we went to school, kids dressed the way the music they listen, you could tell what music yeah, you listen to based true. on how they dress. Yeah. And like that's I was great. talking to the kids, you know, at school, I was like, you can't tell what a kid listens to anymore, yeah. you know, unless yeah. they're maybe wearing a band shirt or that kind of stuff. But yeah. you can't tell it. But you know, back in the day, you you had you know the uh, punkers and the stoners yeah. and the yeah. you know kids, rockabilly kids, the kids that were big into like the Smiths and the Cure, you know, and, right, right, and, and uh, just oh, it, that's so a cool thing. Yeah, the so mods, the yeah. mods, exactly. So yeah. think about like that, th- we were trying to think of that word, yeah, at the promo, like it's not goths. Not emos because that that yeah. same yeah. vibe has yeah. changed names, but not really changed right. kid. No, yeah, it yeah, isn't. But it's just I just thought that how how different that was and kind of ah, it, really true. interesting. And you see a lot of that in the movies, right? In in uh, that are portrayed from yeah. that time. But I always thought the same. So you know, and the music is is kind of again to go into eighties music and talk about what was the best. That's probably impossible. But a couple things that I that I was going through here. So obviously huge in the 80s and a huge part of our um upbringing was mtv you know so mtv starts in 1981 and um you know so that was for us late elementary school you know heading into you know in the next year or two heading into middle school so i mean you'd go home and put mtv on and you would just watch videos do your homework that kind of stuff it was such a big part of all of uh, our lives i mean mtv played actual music videos and that was think about how much that drove everything um, you know, in terms of just our being a young person or a teenager or that at that time of year. So, and then, you know, that evolved into VH1. So VH1 has their list of top 100 greatest 80 songs. So I figured that's a good place to go. Um, so I thought it was kind of interesting. Um, obviously, I, 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 there's so many songs on here that are on here that could be here, but they listed their number one as Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. I don't know what oh. their criteria was. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, number two is Pour Some Sugar on Me by Def Leppard. And yeah, I'm wondering okay, if this is okay. like views yeah. or maybe it was requests. Like maybe it was video requests. These are videos. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Hungry Like the Wolf, which you mentioned was okay. a big one All for right. Duran Duran. Yeah. There you All go. Right. I don't know about number three. But, yeah. But okay. That um, one's okay. making Ooh. sense. Ooh. Well, if you went videos, Thriller would be your number one. Probably. I yeah. think that's probably Wiley Beauty. Right. One of the greatest. But they have Billie Jean. Michael Jackson would be all over this. Prince, When Doves Cry, that oh, he's yeah. going to be all over this as well. Uh, Guns and Roses, who kind of came on more later '80s, yeah. but they were they were big. And then Madonna was another one that you know she was iconic throughout the '80s as well. So Absolutely, I thought those were kind of interesting. But like I said, um, you know, oh, 
Run DMC and Beastie Boys. I, I mean, those were the first rap groups I think that yeah. I got. I started, you know, I got into. I remember Beastie Boys when they came out. It was that was like mind blowing. Yeah. Um, that was like junior senior year of high school, and it was when you heard that, like, what the heck is this? Yeah. this is, I love it. This you know, so at good. first it was like, what is this? And then it's yeah. like, oh, I, I love it. And I just would put that cassette on, you know, and I had a VW Bug, and just that's all you listen to it all, yeah. you know, and you just wear the wear the cassette out. And that was the other thing we were talking about, like the difference in terms of, you know, you, going to the going to the record store was like a big deal because yeah. you'd go to the record store, you'd save your money, however you made your money or whatever else it was. And, and you'd buy that album or that cassette, you know, most of, for us, it evolved into cassettes. And then by late eighties, if you were uh, a rich kid, you had a, a CD player at that. Most of us, it wasn't probably into the nineties. We got right. into our CDs, but, and then you'd take it home and you would play it front yeah. to back, t- you know, burn it out. You yeah. look at, check out the, open up the, the liner notes and yeah. the the art and you'd go yeah. through every song and everything. Yeah. And I mean, you would know the entire album yeah. and you'd wear play it until it, <laughs> the yeah. cassette and, broke and, or yeah, you wore it out, you know, it. where I think about kids nowadays, it's like from a streaming standpoint, you know, yeah. we were talking about Jeff about you, you know, you'd listen, like I used to listen to for here in San Diego, 91 X, right. Yeah. A lot. Of, oh yeah. And you'd, you'd, you'd have your cassette recorder however whatever style cassette recorder you had ready to record you know and then the, you're waiting all day for the song to come on and then the uh, <laughs> right. and then the dj talks through the start of it or the end of it you're like damn what it what did you do to yeah. my you know, you know so you can't just hit you know, go on spotify and google yeah. a song and it, now you own it you know yeah. you haven't you play it 24 you know so it's what a different time from from a music standpoint so i thought that was really interesting and then we kind of got into the big conversation of one hit wonders, right? How many one hit yeah, wonders there were? I mean, there aren't all, but like just iconic, unbelievable I, I one hit wonders. It seems to me like the 80s had a unique flair mm-hmm. for one hit wonders. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how many times did you buy it? You talked about save money, buy the cassette or the album. And then it was. Like that was the one good song. Yeah. Song. yeah. But you, that, you had no choice. Yeah. But then you would actually know other songs because yeah. you just listened to it at yeah. some point. Where, but yeah. You bought it, so you're yeah, listening yeah. to it. And I didn't sling papers at yeah. uh, six in the morning all, right. all month not to listen to Mo every lawns. song here. Yeah, yeah, mow lawns or whatever else you could get for your, you know, get make your two bucks for mowing a lawn or whatever it was. So, like, I, so some of the top one hit wonders, we were kind of going through these, but if you think about like, aha, take on me, right? I mean, that's, you still that's, hear that that's everywhere, the right? one, yeah. Um, but another, other ones that we've all heard, like um, I was just watching a show the other night and they had it playing Modern English as I Melt With You. I mean, that's yeah. that's another the one. live band at prom played yeah. that. Yeah. That was the first time I think I danced with my wife and what uh, it, formally. Nice. Probably the 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 other one we talked about the other night because they play, were playing it, but is uh, Soft Cell, Tainted Love. I mean, that's a one <laughs> nice. hit. And I think probably one of the, the, the greatest mm. ones, because everybody knows this song, is uh, Dexie's Midnight Runners, the Come On oh, Eileen. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, those are like, and there's so many of them. There's so many that yeah. just had this one big hit. Do you guys remember? Remember, like, Tommy Two-Tone, 8675309. Like, everybody yeah. knew that phone number. You know, I, I just like, saw a kid at school wearing, wearing a the shirt. shirt. That yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah. So just if, had the number. Yeah, and, and went, if you know, funny. you know. You know, if you know, you know. So so One Hit Wonders were all so phenomenal. Like I said, it, and you could, nowadays, you could put together your your playlist of One Hit Wonders, and that would be an epic playlist. Yeah. But, you know, like like you said back then, you're like, well, do I shell it out to? I, I remember, I don't know if you remember, but it was, uh, I'm trying to think when that was. It probably was l- mid to late 80s where they finally started almost coming out with like the singles on cassette. Yes. So it would be really much cheaper. And so you could just buy the one song or whatever else. And so that how much plastic was wasted. Oh my, God. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But that was a, that was a big deal because then you didn't have to invest in the whole, the uh, whole album. But so. you had to keep click. Yeah. Rewind. Be kind. Rewind. So, <laughs> but I thought that was pretty fun. And, and we talked about a little bit about the fashion. That was really cool. And then, and then one of the, the last things I started looking at was, 
uh, toys, right? Some of the toys, because you got to think too. Again, from a, a standpoint of of toys and what you know what came about, and, yeah. and some of the big ones. Obviously, you know, Legos came up huge, but you had you know one of the biggest selling was Cabbage Patch Kids. Yeah. That was a little beyond my time. I mean, as far as I was more high school when those became big, but I remember those being being huge. Um, I doth protest too much, I think. Yeah. No, I, I honestly think, I'll be honest with you, yeah. the, one, the ones... That's the, Joe quoting Hamlet. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh, Rubik's Cube. Remember that? Rubik's yeah, Cube those was are big. Yeah, those are big. I do remember but, that. But the biggest one, I think, really, if you think about it from a, from a I guess from a, at least from my standpoint, you know, that, that, that you go back and you look at kind of game changers or things like Atari. Yeah. And that kind of stuff. Those were like the f- first, you know, because I, I had, we had Pong, you know, when it yeah. first came out. And then uh, my parents would, I don't know, I, don't, I guess we couldn't afford Atari. I never had Atari. Uh, it was expensive. And then later on, we got, yeah, I had a couple of friends that had it. So I spent a lot of time <laughs> at their house, you know, but that kind of stuff. But those were the first gaming systems, yeah. right? And that first thing where you could go, because that one thing that's, you know, we didn't talk about on here and there, but, but like arcades were massive. Yeah. I mean, you'd go. I, I was talking to uh, a couple students because they're, they're so hooked on their video games. Yeah. And maybe adults are too, but. Uh, on the video games on their phone, I thought if they charge them a quarter every time they <laughs> lost, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would that would really probably be a wake up call. Yeah, yeah. Temper right. it. Yeah. a little less. Yeah, but think mm. of how much time we spent. Like on, you know, I used to have friends after school. Like we would walk home specific ways so we could stop at you know whatever supermarket had this video game yeah. or whatever right. Seven Eleven had video games in the back Seven Eleven. you'd go sit there for hours in the back of a Seven Eleven, you know because they had donkey kong or yeah. pac-man or galaga yeah. or one of those you no, know like, you walk into that pizza place yeah. with a yeah, full exactly. roll of quarters yeah. like a boss yeah yeah, yeah that's exactly <laughs> out of so. my way uh, I time. see that no one's at Quest right now. Right, yeah. right, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to joust for a little bit, you know. <laughs> it's, awesome. Yeah, no, so, yeah, I guess Centipede, you just think about all those things. Like, how epic <laughs> was all of that? And they're coming back now, so it's kind of fun to go back. You know, you see some of those places. I went to one in, uh, where's it, in Houston, and it was awesome. So you went in, and it's, so now they're like, arcades with a bar you know so yeah, they're made perfect. for adults yeah. they, <laughs> they know what they're doing they yeah they're and doing. you pay a, you pay one fee and mm. you, you know it's unlimited you yeah. play as long as you want but yeah. then you go up and you just buy you're buying drinks uh. it was a fun night you yeah. know and, and they had all the old games they had a lot of the new games too which you know is beyond me but they had all the old games you know and you're, uh, you're so playing fun. frogger and yeah. and you know oh my gosh yeah. frogger i haven't thought about yeah frogger think about those forever. so those are all really cool so and then because we are a beer podcast i said well what were some of the best selling beers in in uh and there's not really a list of it. I guarantee if you looked on it, it's going to be Bud Lizer and Budweiser and that kind of stuff. But I will say this, probably the most one of the most popular and highly sought after beers in the 80s was actually Coors because they still had limited distribution at that point. It was really hard to get it here, you know, especially check our Smoking the Bandit yeah, episode exactly. if yeah. you want more information. So, so yeah, Coors, Coors was one that that people actually like if you could get some Coors, you were you were you were pretty stoked. That was the thing. Oh, my relatives arriving from Kansas with cases of Coors and tomato juice, and they poured them into pitchers 50 oh, 50. <laughs> Apparently, that's a, Kansas that's a thing. Huh? Yeah. Speaking of beer, yeah. Another Roadhouse beer, Walrus Hazy IPA. Now, this is much more a more a traditional, tr- yeah, traditional yeah, yeah, IPA yeah. or hazy IPA. This pairs well with uh, briny oysters and yellow matter custard. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like it. I'm going to mm-hmm. have some of that later. So they gave us some notes. This beer growls, knocks, grunts, and barks. See, their creative team must just have a lot of fun. And the write-up, once again, is lengthy. Uh, But it starts with, A journey shown by a path unknown, revealed within a dream. The way began a lizard man with eyes of crystalline. Drink this, he said, poured frothy head, and wandered on downstream. 
Yeah, I got you a third of the way through the journey. I'll take a picture of the rest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leave him wanting a little. But the lizard man does stays all the way through the end Prominent. of, of, of the okay. poem. That's cool. So this is uh, the walrus. This is one they're, they're, they brought to Southern California. And I think it's different enough from a lot of our IPAs yeah. that it will stand out as something different. People something look for it. Something worth trying, yeah. The plow is my my speed. That's my jam. I, I really More like this that, one. That plow, yeah. but it, the plow is definitely it's something different, right? It's definitely a little lighter. Mm-hmm. This this though, you know, anybody like the doc would really like this. Anybody yeah, that likes a, like that. a juicy hazy, hazy is, yeah. this is they're going to enjoy this beer. I was also looking up uh, beers in the eighties. Oh. Anheuser Busch was the uh, leading seller. Yeah, fifty million barrels was their barrelage. Miller Brewing. Was uh, far second at thirty-seven million. Pabst, yeah. Then Schlitz, Schlitz, yeah. Schlitz. Milwaukee. We think about Laverne and Shirley, yeah. I'm and then, and then Coors. Of course, they had the yeah. limited distribution. And then Heilman Brewing, okay, which got bought out by Stroh's. And yeah. I remember Stroh's. I remember Stroh's. Yeah. Olympia Brewing, Falstaff. Yeah. Falstaff had at some point when we really got things dialed in. We got the whole team here. I found. Someone posted on YouTube. I shouldn't say this all. Now people are going to do it, and they won't no, yeah, tune in the episode. But a bunch of great old Falstaff beer commercials. Oh, really? Okay. They had tremendously insulting in retrospect. <laughs> <laughs> man's man beer yeah, commercials. Yeah, yeah. So have your little lady fetch you a Falstaff. Yeah. <laughs> They're terrible, but but also uh, great for making yes. fun of. Right? Yes, great right. humor uh, stock. So and Schmidt and Sons. Yeah. was way down there at only three million. At the barrelage, but 1981 started the craft beer re- revolution. That's when Sierra Nevada comes on board. 1981 uh-huh. and Boston beer uh, with Sam Adams, Dogfish Head was right there early too. And then 1988 is widely considered the most significant, most important year in craft beer. 60 new independent craft breweries opened up in America in 1988 because oh. of legislation. Yeah, yeah. I think they you're missing the- you're missing arguably the greatest 1980s beer ever, though. What's that? MGD. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That was okay. my beer choice. Yeah, same yeah. with me because it was that was yeah uptown like genuine. Yeah, genuine like draft. I, when I got into college, that's what I thought. Yeah. Oh no, no, I only drink MGD yeah. unless yeah. we're in Vegas, and then for some reason I drank Heineken and could never figure yeah. out why I had such a bad headache. Yeah, oh, yeah, time. Heineken. Twenty five cent Heinekens, I think, at slots yeah. of fun. <laughs> oh, slots. I just got a headache with saying it out loud. Nineteen eighty eight, Deschutes, Rogue, North Coast, Goose Island, were a few of those sixty that opened up, and of course, Pizza Port was eighty seven. Carl Strauss, 89, which is wow. when I had my first craft beer, there probably, at the yeah. Carl Strauss coming out of Comic-Con back in 1989. Thank you, 80s. Yeah. I'm trying to think. You know, it's actually really funny, kind of reflecting, because around, I would say, 88, 89, I would go quite frequently to TJ on Friday nights. <laughs> what? Yeah. You know, because when you, when you go to school at San Diego State, and the drinking age was 21 in the U.S., mm-hmm. which I believe it was then everywhere, but maybe yeah. for sure in California. And the drinking age in Mexico was only 18. That was the thing to do. You would pile into a car and drive over, you know, drive to TJ. I'm trying to think what beer we must have drank down there at that time. I don't even remember. It probably was like Corona, Dos Equis or Tecate or something like that. But bucket yeah, of beer. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, the it was just cheap. Bucket of beer. It was just yeah. cheap. Yeah, it was a bucket and, you know, and that kind of thing. And, but I don't even remember. I don't, honestly don't even remember what, yeah. I, what we used to drink. Outside of San Diego State, we'd go to Taco Cabana and we'd always get yeah. a, a bucket of, of, right before closing, a bucket of Pacifico. Yeah. And a bean and cheese burrito. 
There Greg, you go. Gregorio was the cook there. He got to know us, and he'd just say, "Here's your bucket of beers. Here's your bean and cheese burritos." And yeah. that was always because that's our, when Rubio's also got open right around then. Like right, right and then so you go there. That's when I get yeah. Pacificos. So good times, good times. So those were the days. <laughs> those were the days. Do you remember trading in bottles in Mexico for more? Yes. Cases. Yes. That's great. You just go collect all the bottles. And, <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's a lot I don't remember about Mexico too. I just is always amazing. We always all made it home. Yeah. I don't know. Like when you reflect on that now and you go, wow. Yeah. But no. you know, it's a different time. <laughs> it was a different time. We used to just park and walk across. Yep. And then somehow make it back. That was a family thing. We'd take the trolley and then walk yeah. across yeah. as a family. Yeah. That's yeah, we'd cute. give me $10. <laughs> Spend it wisely, son. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Another beer? Please. Oh, sure. Because they sent us one more and I'd feel yeah, bad if yeah, we didn't. It'd be horrible if we didn't open her up. This is the uh, Roadhouse Pilsner, the Highwayman. Four percent. Probably should have started with this if you knew what we're doing. <laughs> More experienced podcast. Yeah, Crushable name. Pilsner. Well, we were we're we're going back to the eighties. We weren't more responsible then. No, that's true. Pairs with a cabin on the river, wild mushrooms, and a light fuse getaway. I don't know what a light fuse getaway is. I don't know what that is. I just aged myself there. I'm a child of the eighties. I already we've made this clear. Enjoy with people whom you love, make you laugh, and let you be you. Oh. That's that's you guys. That is perfect. Hey. I'm glad we opened this. I'm really glad we opened this now. The Highwayman. Light fuse getaway. Look it up. What does that mean? I have no idea. I'll wait for Rod to tell us. Rod yeah. will know. It smells really good. I like the truck on it. Their can art's fantastic. Like their whole. I whoever we need that next time we talk to Roadhouse. Let's let's find out about the creative yeah, team. Yeah, I like that. That's the story I want to hear. Sorry. I started, started to fall out of my chair. Sorry. Yeah. I put together an 80s music lightning round. Oh, I'm excited. Uh-oh. You want to play? I'm yeah. nervous. Yeah. There's nothing to be I'm nervous ready. about. We're the judges. Mm, that's a very good Pilsner. You both want to play or or do you want to judge, Talent? Oh, I'm, I love to judge Joe. Okay. Oh, this all is right. Because I can play so too. So, Joe, uh, <laughs> you graduate from high school in what year? Uh, 89. 89. So, this is perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is great. Yeah. Boy, you don't you're doing all right. Over like turning red. I'm so nervous now. You're, you're really, you're nervous? No, don't be nervous. Okay. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're just. Uh, so I failed at a, hey, a lot of hey, things. Hey, uh, go back and read that can. You're 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 drinking with people that like you, love you, no, and, like and you're good enough. You're smart enough. And gosh darn you. it, we like you. Yeah, you're doing it. okay, Joe. That's you're doing it. okay. Kicking ass. Kicking butt. You're doing all right. You're doing all right. I've been using that a bunch. Oh, it's addictive. Yeah. Uh, you're doing all right. You're kicking butt. Yeah. Uh, we're going to just, so I put it together an eighties lightning round. It got so long. I realized I got to chunk this thing out. Yeah. This, this is con- gold, oh, yeah, yeah, golden yeah. content. Yeah. So I just made it lightning round eighties music edition. Volume one. Nice. Volume one. Right. Yeah. Uh, we, we can revisit this a few times, yeah. especially when Brad's here. Oh, Brad is. I like it. Yeah. 80s music. Well, I had 80s special movies. I had yeah. 80s fat. I had all kinds of 80s. Especially so like anything dire music. straits. Okay. All right. Remember, it's lightning round. You're going with your gut. Yep. You're not overthinking it. Yep. Cindy I, Lopper. I, and I'm going to apologize ahead of time. <laughs> I, time. I put some nasty choices in here. <laughs> all right. Um, but it's just going with your gut. We're going to start. Uh, <laughs> okay. Let's see how I do. All right. This is. All we're right. starting with bands. Okay. All right. This is lightning you round. Too. 80s music edition, <laughs> volume yeah. one. Thompson Twins or Culture Club? Oh, Culture Club. The Cure or Depeche Mode? Depeche Mode. You too. You too. <laughs> or The Police? You too. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's good. Right. That's a good comparison, yeah. though. Journey or Foreigner? Holy cow. Oh, that's a tough foreigner. one. Foreigner. 
Trick yeah. question. They're the same band. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that. That's true. What? Hey, <laughs> I always thought they were the same band. I can never tell either. <laughs> Actually, this one was for talent, but we'll have Joe answer mm. it. The Pretenders or Missing Persons? Oh, that is a tough one. That's a toughie, huh? Yeah. I actually, I would, I might even change my opinion on that one now, but I'll explain. I'll go it later. Pretenders. I can't think of a miss, like Missing Persons. Walking in L.A. Oh, Destination okay. Unknown. Good. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait uh, did i get <laughs> yeah well, i think it's missing LA. i think the answer is missing person <laughs> no actually not anymore because here i actually have been watching the new pistols uh it's about the sex pistols or a little oh, biopic cool. on yeah. Hulu, which has been interesting but chrissy hind is huge in it okay. and now i have a whole, a whole tremendous so yeah, yeah respect for for chrissy yeah. hind and, and the pretenders which yeah, i actually I like pretenders, pretenders, yeah. but now missing persons were much better <laughs> go all right going earlier 80s here's men at work oh or NXS. Oh. oh, NXS. Yeah, good call. Thank you. Whew. Oingo Boingo. Or, just kidding. It's just Oingo Boingo. Yeah, that's the only yeah, answer. Yeah, that's that's that, was, that was a trick one. Too. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. Yeah. This is one hit wonders. Okay. And we've mentioned a bunch of them. Yes. Take on me or tainted love. Oh. <sighs> Take on me. Good call. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. In a big country. Oh. Or safety dance. Safety dance. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> that's easy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You can dance if you want you to. You can dance right, if you I want to. I gotta tell you, this next one's S S A A. Next one is nasty. Why? 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 Nasty art. Our house or Mexican radio? Oh, there's only one Mexican radio. Yeah, Wall of Voodoo. Nice call. Yeah. True. This is my hardest one. True. Or total eclipse of the heart. Total eclipse of the heart. Oh, that one's actually a tie. I think I would go tie as well. There. These are ones that get stuck in your mind, stuck in your head. Okay. Come on, Eileen. Oh, my gosh. Or don't worry, be happy. Oh, uh, come on, Eileen. Yeah, good call. Yeah. Tr- oh, oh, I put that one yeah, twice. Boom, skin, boom. Come on, twice. I'm just back down. Save it for later. I think I'm doing radio. You're doing fantastic. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I'm doing good. You're doing really good right now. <laughs> for style points. Now, this okay. is style. Not the music, not right. the song, style not how it's held the, up. Okay, yeah, But yeah. this is style. Okay. I'm Aero, Aerosmith or Def Leppard? Oh. <sighs> Def Leppard. Yeah, good call. One arm drummer. Yeah. And pour some sugar on me. Whatever you want to say yeah. about it. When that comes Fantas- on. Yeah. You just go to a different place. I defy, I defy <laughs> someone to turn the channel and yeah. no but, one listens to radio anymore. But Aerosmith, Aerosmith's very good as well. They but, are. but they've but gone a long time. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Maybe you would listen to the radio when you're having a what was it called? The fuse the trip? That could be it too. Fuse, yeah. 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 Well, maybe that's when you listen to the radio. Some of them. Style points. Blondie or Joan Jett? Ooh. Joan Jett. No, I'd go Blondie. Blondie? Yeah. Right. Joan Jett's good. Yeah, Blackheart stuff. Yeah, that's good. Uh, that's good. Joan Jett's yeah, pretty good. A, but, but that's yeah, a tough De- one. That's De- tough one. Debbie Harry is pretty, pretty phenomenal. But there's a tough one. Dial points. Madonna, Tina Turner, or Cindy Lauper? Oh, you already answered that tough, one. Tough, yeah, Cindy Lauper. Yeah, oh, I made yeah. that hard, though. Yeah, but girls <laughs> just want to have one. fun. Yeah. I, can we agree to disagree on this one? I, I think can, all three yeah. of them are phenomenal. Yeah, I, I don't think you can really go wrong on any of them. Yeah. Tina Turner, you can't have... That. She rocks, was a badass, yeah. and her She's attitude... She's really a 70s, And, 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 it, and it's phenomenal, but, but I'm agree. talking 80s. Cindy Lauper and Madonna. a specific Thunderdome version. Yeah, Mad Max, Thunderdome. Um, speaking of movies, yeah. style point for your effeminate, androgynous pop stars: Rod Boy Stewart, George. David Bowie, or Adam Ant? Oh, come on! Oh, Rod Stewart. No, wrong answer. <laughs> wrong Ant answer. Music. Ant, Ant yeah. music. Adam Ant. Have you seen his out? I mean, his outfits. Talk no. about cultural appropriation. No, no, no. That, forever young, though. Oh, forever young is great. I agree. Come yeah. Well, and I, but, but I'll be honest. Other, it's about style points. Rod Stewart, though, to me, style his, points. Yeah, yeah. His seventies have a lot of his seventies stuff, yeah. stuff was much better than his eighties stuff. 
Although I just bought an album at that show we went to the other day uh, with with Forever Young on it. That okay, album, so go. yeah, two bucks, go. two bucks. It was a good deal. Okay, that is a good I deal. do think my wife uh, uh, announced at that the uh, '80s prom that Adam Matt was her her middle school crush. Oh, Adam Matt was there phenomenal. I hated him when he first came out. I'm like, what the heck is this guy? Is this guy? And then like you started listening to his music. Like you talk about guilty pleasure. Like I play yeah. that at home and no one knew I was listening <laughs> no to Adam Matt. <laughs> yeah, no, no one can know. And now I have all of the albums. And yeah, Adam Matt was pretty good. Okay. This yeah. is I'll take a look. Dial look. points. For the 1980s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not what you think of them now. I get it. I've been drinking. Well, that's important information for this next one. Okay. Prince or Michael Jackson? Oh. Oh, Prince. That's an easy one for me. Dearly beloved, (laughs) we are gathered here to do this this thing thing called called life. life. (laughs) (laughs) David Lee Roth or Sammy Hagar? Oh, that's not even close. David Lee Roth. Yes. Yeah. Overall band style. Okay. Yeah, man. This is a triple. So hold on. Okay, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Overall band style. Devo. Stray Cats, oh. Motley Crue. Overall dun, band dun, style dun, Devo. Dun, 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 dun. Ooh, that's wrong. wrong. <laughs> Stray yeah, Cats, so strut. <laughs> that's like a Jose yeah. Canseco level strike. Swift. Yeah, that's all right. Hey, that's right. You know what you go? Whip it. Here you go. Right. Whip to- it good. You're hey, totally redeeming yourself they for this one. Great hats. Yeah. yeah. You're going to completely redeem along, yourself. Yeah. You must whip it. I'm yeah. going to whip it good. I'm going to tie him <laughs> up and it. straight up nod here. Let's hear it. Style points. Style okay. points. Bono or the edge? Oh, that's oh, a tough one. Oh, that is Bono. Oh, the glass. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, too much yeah. with the sunglasses. Yeah, but he put, yeah. Him, on, put him on my that's favorite Pope. So. <laughs> Sunday, bloody Sunday. I remember hearing that song, and that was mm. like, that still to me is the greatest yeah. U2 song ever. Right. Yeah. Oh, wow. I had a student turn that in as a, an original poem. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait. And it was only like 1993. Yeah, so yeah, it wasn't yeah. like it was an old song. <laughs> like, good try. So, how, where'd you come up with this idea? Yeah. Eric? <laughs> <laughs> Best hair, heavy metalers or new waivers? Ooh. Oh. Uh, heavy metal. Yeah, I yeah. think you got to go that the yeah. hair 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 metal. I think metal. they did more time. Yeah, more hair, hair more hairspray. <laughs> Although, uh, think of flock of seagulls. Yeah, <laughs> that oh, guy was pretty sweet flock too. Of seagulls yeah, was good. yeah, they were pretty. And I ran. Okay, too. my prom hairdo. You guys didn't ask. Oh, sorry, we didn't. Ask I had that. a mullet, and I had my sister crimp it. <laughs> Of course you please, did. Please, please have a picture. Sure picture. Yeah, please I have, have a picture. picture. Okay. I, will, I will bring it. Uh, and I had a, a teal pastel yep, Italian cover yes. yes. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. And parachute and pants. And finally, <laughs> I uh, probably spent six months income on <laughs> that I made because my family didn't have any money. On a limo and a, and a dinner for the night. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Actually, that's what they say. That was the standard. Yeah. How much did you spend on yeah. prom? Six, Six months, months worth of work <laughs> for one night. That's what I did. <laughs> yeah. All right. Last And I was still two. a virgin after. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Sharing too much. Sharing too much. Sharing too much. <laughs> we have a lightning round to finish. Hey. So okay. That's okay. a different lightning round. I okay. said a whole other thing about Joe's, <laughs> Joe's uh, sexual uh, past. There's a different lightning round. Uh, last two, Tower Records or Licorice Pizza? Oh, that's no answer there. Tower Records. Nope. Wrong answer. Wrong answer. Licorice Pizza. Okay. But I, I don't, was I Licorice, don't remember Licorice Pizza. It was Carl's, but I don't know if it was a chain. Yeah. It was the best store here. But Tower right. Records was pretty Clinton, phenomenal. Too. Clinton at, at uh, Licorice Pizza. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that Yeah, I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think wasn't it, exposed it was a to sad it. day when Clinton at Licorice Pizza said, I can't buy you guys beer anymore. Oh, <laughs> damn it. For the most authentic 80s listening experience. Okay. Cassette tape, vinyl, or CD? Oh, 80s. For 80s, cassette tape. Yeah, it's got to be cassette yeah. tape. 
This has been Lightning Round 80s Music Edition, Volume 1. Boom. How do you do? He actually, I've said this many times, separated at birth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's pretty much nailed it. That's good. Yeah. The only, the only answer that I was a little disappointed at was your, you didn't go with Stray Cats. Yeah, I got it. But yeah. I, that's okay. That's all right. And for me, it was that one and Men at Work. Yeah. Men well, no, yeah. In Excess. I, I loved In Excess. In I still do. But Men at Work, close second. But In Excess yeah, They started so uh, good. MTV. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And there's that. In, in I saw ex- them at a free concert at the Wild Animal Yeah, at the Wild Park. Park. I think I actually went to that <laughs> one as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and everyone said Inks is playing. Yeah, Inks. <laughs> they were great. My brother and I, we loved those guys. Yeah. We used to have, they had the little, what was it, People on the Beach was yeah. their first album. And yeah. Shabu Shaba. Yeah. They, were, they were good. Yeah, yeah. The Swing. And then that, then that, yeah. They, yeah, they were, that's a great band. Hey guys, it's Travis with the Brewers Tap Room in Encinitas, California. Come out and join us for our five year celebration. We will have five weeks in a row of awesome beer releases. We're going to kick things off July 3rd with a beer run 5K. Then we will have five weeks in a row of special beer releases and fun events in between. And we will end the whole celebration with a chili cook-off. What else could you need? Look forward to seeing you at the Brewer's Tap Room. Come in, have a beer on the patio, and enjoy yourself. Listeners, thank you for spending the hour with us. Make sure you share our podcast. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Take a moment. Rank our podcast. Give us a quick review if you can. That's a big help. Learn more about us, ILB Swag, and more at our website, ilikebeerthepodcast.com. Links in the social media. We'd love to keep drinking, but right now, Cinco Estrellas. Exotic languages. Five stars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Exotic language. We got to run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. All we need is a ten and a five or a car and a key and a sober driver. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer